Hey Siri, give me H-Town soccer. Talking all things Houston Dynamo FC. This is the official Dynamo Theory Podcast. We are forever orange. Yeah, look, today is the first day, uh, and it was just about setting up expectations, setting up goals, and, and make sure that players know what we're going to be asking uh, for them on the field, inside the facility, behaviors. So it was just more of a uh, setting up uh, what we would like for them to to be changing or we would like them to be doing it. And you know, it's, it's 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 a process. It's not we can't we can't not give all the information the first day. I think the information has to come in different times and bits, and and that's what we're gonna try to do. So we always uh, evolving as a team. But as a, as of today, I think it was more of a setting expectations, setting how we wanted to work, how we would like to see, how we like to see on a daily basis, and and that's what we did today. What up, H-Town? Welcome to another episode of the official Dynamo Theory podcast. My name is Rudy Segura, and I am joined by Cristian Putalias and Rodrigo Segura. Guys, I hope all this Dynamo news have you plenty excited. But before we jump into it, Christian, can you tell the people how to contact us? Yeah, for sure, man. What's up, everybody? Uh, welcome once again to another episode. Uh, you can always get at us at Dynamo Theory on IG and Twitter. You can send us an email if you feel like it at Dynamo Theory Podcast at gmail.com. You can find me at Chris Putaleas. You can find Rudy at Rudy Segura 3. You can find Rodrigo at Rodrigo Segura 01. And like always, you can find uh, everything on dynamotheory.com. Don't forget, we have uh, two player interviews. We talked to uh, Marcelo Palomino and Memo. So, you know, go check those out. You know, we talk about their expectations for, you know, for the new year and, you know, just a little bit about, you know, the, the previous years. Uh, so go check those out. Those were really, really fun talks. And like always, you get the breakfast links every Monday, Wednesday and Friday from all the guys here at Dynamo Theory. Just a quick little stories of what's going on in the world of soccer like literally at home and the MLS and abroad. So yeah, that's it. Yeah. And again, we had so much, so much news this uh, beautiful Tuesday morning. It started with the training, uh, preseason training camp beginning um, at Houston sports park. And finally, after what, about a week guys, we finally, they announced uh, Sebastian Ferreira as our new finally. striker. Yeah, finally. Um, Rodrigo, I'll start with you. What was your first impressions, you know, of the guy that, you know, we we've seen his numbers, but what what do you think so far? Hey, I'm like everybody. I'm excited um, that we finally it was confirmed, announced everything. Um, that's great. Yeah, we waited. I, I feel like it's been months since we kind of knew that this was coming. At least that's what it felt like since we hadn't sent anybody. Uh, I'm excited. Um you know, watching him, I've been watching some of his highlight reels, um, you know, Copa Libertadores and, and Paraguay and what he did in Mexico. Um, and he looks like a pretty solid forward. He can looks like he can score from anywhere. And then, he, you know, like some of the highlights I've seen, he kind of gives me that Fernando Torres vibe of like, you know, his back against the goal and then just kind of turn and like a quick um, volley. And uh, he just finds the net, you know, um, looks like a pretty solid player. I, I think he will do pretty well in the MLS. Yeah, I was, uh, uh, Christian, I was hoping to do another version of mean tweets uh, just because, you know, it seemed like at one point everything was getting crapped on. And what's funny is when I look, dude, you would not be surprised how positive overall social media was. You know, I guess they finally saw that, you know, the team and the owner is willing to spend some money, man. How does that make you feel as a Dynamo fan? Uh, I mean, obviously good, you know, I think everybody's feeling the same way, you know, just uh, the fact that, you know, we, we're seeing kind of like, because that's not the only thing that happened today. I don't know if you guys want to jump the gun, but, you know, a bunch of things happens today. So, you know, we, we, we got um, him signing and then we also have like, you know, some other stuff that's been going on later on in the day. So <clears throat> it's not only like just one person coming in. Yeah, I mean. A, a DP striker, which everybody wants, and that's what we got, you know. 
we we added a bunch of different positions in the technical side of the game. So now we're kind of adding positions into like the, you know, the game itself. So, I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited to see, you know, I, I'm, I'm already looking forward to the next guy, honestly, because I think they've been, they've been throwing hints, you know, here and there that we might be getting another person. So I'm, I think, you know, the fact that we already talked about, we talked about Sebastian so much, um, you know, I'm still excited, uh, you know, for him and about him. I'm still excited about Thor and like what he can do and stuff like that. But I'm excited for the next guy as well. So, yeah. And obviously before we jump to like the next guy was to come, because we're definitely going to touch on it, you know, referring to Sebastian Ferreira period, obviously the press release that we got early in the morning was that he was the most expensive signing in club history. That right there is very meaningful, right? I mean, we're not necessarily sure, and they may not really tell us how much they spent just because, you know, some people try to keep all that stuff undisclosed or undisclosed, disclosed, so that, you know, as much as we want to play GM, uh, that doesn't happen often. But, again, Ted is willing to spend, which is great. I think, um, and one of the things that we learned after the fact was there was a press conference uh, pretty much after their first uh, practice. So we got to hear from Ferreira. I think what we can take away from Ferreira is that he was uh, seemed to be very happy to be approached by the Dynamo uh, weeks be- you know after his season was over. And being here, he looks like he's very you know interested in the project at hand. And he looked like he fell in right away. You know the the group. Just took took him in. I'm sure you guys saw on social media, you know, he had pictures with Fafa or he having fun, you know. So it's good that 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 vibe is there. Christian? Yeah, one thing that, that also caught my attention is that some and you know, somebody in the press conference asked them about uh the pressure, like feeling the pressure of being a designated player. Obviously, no other league has that, you know. Um, everybody's just, you know, well, you know, they spend so much money, obviously on you well you know obviously it's going to be important like for example Grealish going to Man City 100 million dollars so obviously you're going to expect you know a lot from a guy that was spent 100 million dollars on and kind of obviously the same thing happened here obviously to a very very minuscule uh whatever you call it a baby but, Man know, City I ain't exactly. got you yeah you were like the Newcastle of MLS basically um so so right now we're spending but you know that's a lot of pressure for, for a guy that, first of all, doesn't know the league, you know, brand new, doesn't even know the language, you know, and, and he's just fresh off fresh off the boat, basically. And he's a young guy, you know, 23 years old. You know, you would think a lot of, a lot of people would kind of like feel the pressure and kind of like, well, I mean, we don't know how he's going to respond, right? Because we still haven't seen, you know, him play at all. But he was talking about how he want, he likes that pressure. He enjoys being you know pressured or, or having that dp title on him he enjoys you know all this attention he's kind of getting because he's one of the biggest signings in the club history and he enjoys that and, and he like accepts the fact that you know people are expecting a lot from him and he's like i i want that he's like i want people to pressure me i want people to want like big things form from me because he's like i think i can i can give it you know i can give it back to the team so i i love his attitude already so I'm I'm just waiting for him to like you know step on the field and and show and show up basically. Yeah, I think we're we're again very excited for that. Rodrigo, anything else you want to add on Sebastian? You know, so far. Yeah, just kind of hit on uh, what Christian just mentioned about you know not feeling or like feeling the pressure as a DP. I feel like um, from a fan base perspective, um, you know that pressure. It's actually not. I wouldn't say the worst pressure you can have because he's a young player. Uh, I feel like if we were signing a DP that's already like 34 years old. Like you know, a Chicharito, like, right? And yeah, scoring like two goals. True, true. Uh, yeah, I think that would have a lot more pressure, of, you know, um, paying off your price tag. Um, in this scenario, I feel like, you know, he's young. We can give him a, a good chance, opportunity, and, you know, through the seasons to come. I mean, he signed to, what, uh, 2025 um, yeah. with an option of 26. So that's enough time for him to grow with the club, I feel like. Yeah, so we'll we'll jump uh, now to a little bit of uh, what we saw, I guess, glimpses of uh, Paulo Nagamura, right? Obviously, he steps in for his first uh, major league soccer uh, or first division coaching period. Um, 
And the glimpses that we got to see that little video that the Dynamo showed, I felt, you know, it was very impressive the way he was out there, you know, talking to the team and kind of what he expected, even if it's only 40 seconds that we heard. I feel some people were, I did see some disappointed people of like, oh, he's not, lacking not, motivation. Not, not people, not people. Not people. One guy. Okay, one guy. One guy. And, um, <laughs> but, you know, to the at the end of the day, I saw it and I was like, dude, this guy right away, you know, 38 years old is showing that he is, he's able to command a team. You know, I think having the same roster, which is something that uh, uh, Tim Parker mentioned in his, in his little conference was, you know, you do have, there was a very good, um, what is it called? Um, what do they call it? Um, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> the, the, there's, no, there was a good dynamic of the, uh, of the, uh, of the, and, you know, I guess a good group. That's where I was going with. There's a good group that, you know, now a new coach comes in, fresh start for everybody. You know, you're hoping the people that were injured are getting healthier. Uh, it just looks good, right? Because again, you as a coach, I think people do miss the fact that you know, whenever you have a bigger club, like you see a Pochettino in PSG, I feel like he doesn't do much because there's so many guys that are you know top notch. I mean, you have Neymar, you have Mbappe, you have you know, there you're really just managing people, and even then, I don't think it's something easy to do. But whenever you're a good coach and you can come in and you know you have a roster and you can see the strengths of different players and you are able to improve it i think that's a huge thing and that's kind of what i'm expecting from it i don't know about you christian but um, yeah yeah so like two things that kind of stood out to me that we can probably expand on one of them was how well i guess three things uh one of them was about how he doesn't have a captain yet you know even though we did have a captain and we're kind of coming in with basically the same group he still said, you know, I'm still not picking a captain. I still have to get to know these guys and, you know, see who the real leader is, you know, because, you know, we would say, yeah, uh, definitely. Maybe, you know, we had Boniek. Obviously, he's not here no more. Maybe Tim Parker. But, you know, I like the fact that, you know, he just didn't say off the bat, you know, this is my guy. This is my captain. This is my right. referente, you know, how they say. Yeah. Um, so, well, you know, that, that's a good one. Before you jump into your other yeah, ones, yeah, before yeah. you forget, you know, who would be your captain? Oh, good one. Yeah. That would know, be Rodrigo? that'd be a question we can ask. Let me, let me think. All right, second. but okay, fine. Keep you can keep going on your other points. All right, all right, all right. Unless Rodrigo has one. Do you have one? No. <laughs> no, no. What? All right. I mean, I have what I would. I don't know. It depends. Like I'm trying to see. I, obviously, off the bat, if you're starting him every game, would be Quintero. I feel like, you know, or either Quintero or Clark. I mean, okay. um, you know, so as an experienced goalkeeper and especially having younger guys in the defense, um, I can kind of see that. But at the same time, when a goalkeeper is a captain, you can't do that much, you know, talking to the to everybody. So True. I would take Intel with just the experience um, or at least somebody that can be in the center, center mid. Diary. Yeah. I, w- I was well i guess i'll i'll say my my <laughs> possible ones because i was thinking i was thinking also the goalie sacks is it sack no steven steven right yeah. i don't know where i got sacked from that's the goalie coach that's the goalie coach. oh that's right that's what yeah i'm tripping because because <laughs> tim parker was talking about sack in the yeah. thing and i confused him okay but yeah I would have put I would put the sack I would put the sack I would put the the, the goalkeeper right <laughs> yeah Just I got because he's a goalkeeper and usually he he you know and we know him he's he's a guy that you know he's a winner man exactly he he wants respect he commands you know his def- his defense well I would say Tim Parker but honestly I just don't feel it you know yeah I don't know yeah. I think he still has to show a little bit more in the field yeah. i think you know he he could still be replaceable in my, in my eyes same thing with Val- with Tarek valentin yeah you know as much as we like the guy you know i think he still also needs competition yeah and he needs to like step up his game a little bit more uh just because like you know rodrigo was saying you want a guy that's going to play 90 minutes every single game or most of it at least you know you want a guy that's going to be in the field at all times i would say matias vera but then again, how does he communicate with everybody? You know, I think he was captain for a little while. Um, and that that's who I would go for. I would go for a Mati Vera, uh, just because, you know, he I think when a new uh, coach comes in, 
and we'll we'll I think we're spending too much time on this. But when a new co- coach comes in, you know, everybody gets a new set of eyes. And I think, you know, from the work rate that Mati brings, I think that's how he became the captain when he did yeah. uh, under Cabrera. And uh, to me, it would be him. Or if you're going to go with, you know, someone that we spoke Memo, Memo has been there for a long time. So if if they can find, you know, a, a starting spot for him, that he should be the captain in my eyes as yeah, well. And then just to close off, I would say Fafa. Okay. I think Fafa has earned his minutes and he has earned his leadership. I think in the, in the, in the I was going to say the bedroom, but it's actually the locker room. Uh, yeah. That's the word that I was looking for that I stuttered for like locker a million. Room? Yes. <laughs> this guy. Anyways. Uh, then but, second point uh, that nobody has a starting job. Mm-hmm. He said, it doesn't matter how we ended. Now everybody has to fight. And, and, you know, going back to, you know, a cheap plug talking to Memo and Palomino and both of the guys talked about, you know, fighting for, for a role, fighting for a position, fighting for to get back into the starting 11, or if not to be, you know, a sub that can always be counted on. Obviously you want to be a starting guy, but you know, if you can sit, be on the bench and be counted on, you know, as much as possible, then, you know, that's another option, but I like the fact that, you know, the guys are going to have to fight for their position is nothing is given. It has to be earned. So I like that. And then my third point, which I completely forgot, but, you know, we can leave it at that. Yeah, I remember. Well, no, I think I think let me guess it. Was it the fact that he mentioned, you know, some of the possible uh, thing, you know, positions to may look into bringing, no, no, which no. was all right. But even building on that, that yeah. you know, uh he um paulo nagamura did mention that he was looking into bringing a midfielder and possibly a winger um and whenever you mention about you know no one's job is you know it's set right he 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 called it no one has a season ticket for their position uh you know that's a quote directly from him but in the sense of if he is you know again everybody has a new opportunity what if you know we right now right bag would be static Valentin, but what if you know ian hoffman is actually gonna perform well and wins that spot i think we're kind of as fans that we kind of see it from afar and see kind of the pieces that you know we may want you know i feel like there's still like a lot of you know competition internal competition that's gonna happen uh they will take time right rodrigo uh and but if he's saying a midfielder and a winger you know what what who would you prefer out of that, you know, for them to bring in, Rodrigo? Um, if we're bringing somebody else, I, I honestly, I think we, we're going to need somebody like um, right wing, right back, um, somebody that can play on the right. Um, if I look at the lineup right now, I can only think two people that I'll be comfortable. Well, not even comfortable. Okay, so this is going to be my take on who could be playing on those positions, depending on what I like. But I would say like Dorsey. Um, you know, if you're going to try to give some competition, he, I think under tab, he kind of, when they played the, um, five in the back, I guess you can say, um, he was kind of that piece there. Um, and he didn't do, you know, a bad of a job. I think that'll give a little bit more competition to sack. Um, but I don't know. And then if you're thinking about the attack, I think Memo can even play as a right winger. Um, I think he's played left wing in the past. Um, you know, mostly obviously center mid, but I don't know. Um, but well, because I'll put him out there. Yeah, Memo doesn't prefer prefer that position, like the wings. He, Wait, and he does say what I mean, but I, I'm I don't know. I'm looking at options. No, yeah, right now yeah, our exactly. mid is pretty stacked. Well, and I was gonna say honestly, he may not like that position, but in, in he excelled in that position. When we had Arvertelis on the in the wing and Mauro Manotas on top, and Memo would play that left wing and he scored a few goals just because of that. And you never know. Now you have Fafa and you have um, you know Ferreira. What that could happen again? You know, you just never know. One thing that Pat Onstad was, and I'm gonna read this directly from the press conference. He was asked about you know what message was being sent. Uh, by bringing in Sebastian Ferreira. And, and we'll kind of move on because I just want to mention that he said, what it, uh, what it says is that Ted Siegel is going to follow through as a man of his word. He's going to follow through on what he mentioned the first time he came here. So the nice thing is that he's giving us the resources to make this team better 
and stronger and will continue to do that. And that transitions to the fact that also another thing that happened today was we were able to um, gain a uh, international roster spot via a trade. Seems we keep taking things from San Jose. I don't know what that's about, but you know, <laughs> but no, it's good. So, so that right there, it already gives you a drive that they're going to look for another, probably a DP, right? What do you guys think, uh, Christian? Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's two, you know, you, you get to have three, so we only have one. Why not, you know, fill those those spots? You know, you have a guy that he's going to give you the money. Uh, Pad mentioned, you know, that he gave him like a, a certain amount of money. And by buying um, Sebastian, they spent, a, you know, an amount and they still have some left over. So, you know, they were happy at the fact that, you know, they, they're able to to use that leftover money, you know, to, to maybe bring another guy. So why not, you know, hire or get a guy that's going to not only compete, but, you know, give you uh, like a, not a peace of mind, but, you know, give you that satisfaction of having a second DP, you know, st- style player and, you know, more competition for everybody. And I think, I think, you know, like Rodrigo was saying, I think we need it. I think competition makes everybody better. And yeah, I mean, bring as many guys as, as you can, obviously, to make the team better, not just to like bring in guys to sit on the bench and have like mediocre, you know, players all, all across the board. You want somebody to stand out and for the other guys under him to try to get better than him to, you know, to get that position back. So I, I'm excited. I'm excited at the moves. I mean, we have, we never seen these moves ever. I, I don't think I've ever been this money moves, man. Money moves. Exactly. For sure. Yeah. Like Asher, you know, having Asher, um, uh, you know, in his position, he's just been making like moves left and right. I mean, in one day you get a DP, you get a, a another, you know, possibility for, for another guy. I mean, what else, what else can we expect? You know, like, yeah. Ready. And again, the negativity kind of has to leave the room because things is happening, right? We've asked for change. We asked for, you know, for a while for, for what's happening, you know, to take advantage of what Houston is and, I think so far, I don't think there's nothing that has been done incorrectly, right? Um, maybe some people may see it as uh, Ferreira did get, you know, he was scouted definitely before uh, Nagamura was hired, but it, he did mention how, you know, they gave me a list. They told me kind of a few of the players that they were looking at. Um, and at the end of the day, they allowed me to pick, you know, the player that I was most interested that would fit my system. So that right there, it tells you a lot. I mean, if you guys remember how, you know, the, the last regime came in to be like Tab Ramos, they kind of throw in Darwin. And then what happened, he never played Darwin for a while, too. So you don't want we don't I mean, and we'll judge it right away. Right. If it's, you know, first couple uh, of games in the season and Ferreira's on the bench healthy, we're definitely going to question that. But I don't think that's going to be the case. Right. Um Rodrigo, anything else you want to add on, on just kind of how we're finally seeing, you know, the the wheels on this on this uh, train, you know, going finally after, like you mentioned, and it kind of picked up some um, speed of, you know, we finally had all the right staff together. The Avengers, you know, kind of helping the Dynamo push along, man. Yeah, I'll just follow up with this um, about Ted and, you know, being the new owner and spending more. And we obviously as fans, we love it. Um, but we got to understand, you know, Ted's also a businessman. That's the reason he bought it, even though, you know, he might love team, love soccer. Um, but he understands that in order to run a business and make it profitable, you're going to have to invest in it. And every business, you you know, for at least the first five years, it's a losing money for him. Um, just all about investing. And I think that's, that's a very important thing that we see early on with him, that he is going to invest, he's going to take it to the next level. Uh, at least that's what we hope. And obviously he wants a return in his investment as well. And that makes everybody happy because at least he's investing. You know, he's not taking over a club that's already making money and it's steadily growing. You know, if anything, this last two years just showed us how bad the Dynamo has been and with the fans too, you know, um, People not showing up to games anymore, uh, season ticket holder members dropping, um, you know, so obviously he wants to bring that back. So it's great that he's bringing new faces in, um, you know, new players in and trying to sign us the, I guess, the best potential we can have 
but that, oh. that's just kind of wanted to add on that. <laughs> yeah. One last thing. Also, when I, I trust Pat, when he says, you know, our goal is to make it to the playoffs, like, like never before I, I trust him. I don't know why, like, you know, previous years, you know, everybody would tell you, Oh yeah, our goal is to make it to the playoffs this year. And I, you know, you just kind of sit there. You're like, well, you know, if we can fight for at least to get the last spot, you know, you know, that's where we would settle. But I think I believe him. I believe like, you know, he wants that. I believe he's going to like push all these guys to, to get there. And I think, you know, by Ted pushing Paulo and Paulo pushing the players, I think is it's doable. So I, I'm, I'm excited to be in the playoffs. I've never seen the Dynamo in the playoffs myself. So it's going to be a first for me. So I'm excited. Yeah, it feels like a long time ago. Trust me, man. I think the last time we <laughs> win was in 2017. It's Bro, definitely been a bit. And I just don't feel like we've ever had a, like even this last year, I don't think it's a bad team. It was obviously bad management, you know, a bad head coach maybe or decision making. Um, but like as far as the team goes, you look at it, it's, yes, it's not the best, but it's not bad. I mean, yeah. even that winless streak we had, there were really close games for sure it could go either way yeah bad decision making where you know you're allowed five substitutes and you only use two yeah like what the heck you know and like the last 10 minutes. and and not exactly, to crush the last 10 minutes exactly and not so, to crush like the you know obviously the past regime but even before that i think you're dead on by saying the fact that it seems right now to me looking at it you know, you have the right squad, you have the right coaching staff. Before, it seemed like you had good players, bad coaching, bad coaching, good players. You know, it, it just, it was never like a line, if you believe in like how the stars line. I think you're kind of getting that now. I think the 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 uh, ability to make the squad that you have a playoff squad is is there. I think, you know, a lot of these guys have plenty of experience. If you go, uh, you know, down the the roster most of these guys have played in playoffs and have you know push um and help their team so and you just we're gonna see you know this is how we're gonna see what nagamura can bring and i myself i'm sure you guys are too i'm super excited about it and i think i'm very optimistic that this year will be the year that we make it to the playoffs yes shout out to senor <laughs> yeah <laughs> senor gol I don't know if you want to come party with us, no, man. No, but but I want to give a shout out to uh, I think it was Dago on Twitter that he wanted a shout out. So this is a shout out especially for him. Yeah. Hey, you guys interact with us on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, definitely give us some love on Instagram. We're trying to build that that puppy up. That's a yeah. Christian and uh, my kid basically. So. Mostly Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> I get visitations on the weekends. Uh, right, visitations, man. But. Uh, no, so so we're super excited. Like I said, you know, it seems like we may end up getting a few more uh, pl players being picked up. Who knows if they'll be all uh, DP. Maybe they feel that that's all they need, you know, to add maybe a couple, you know, big high quality players. But we'll take a quick little break and we're back. And uh, so, you know, again, there's not a lot of movement at the end of the day happening. We have a lot of the same players, but we thought it would be a cool little exercise in honor and, you know, of like Marcelo Palomino falling out of that chair and beating everybody uh, on FIFA. And we decided that, you know, we know that uh, Paulo Nagamora likes to play a 4-3-3. We kind of tweaked it a bit. Um, it's a four. I guess it'd be like a 4-2-3-1 be the, the, uh, the lineup that we decided to kind of go with. But I made the roster based on what FIFA... And if you guys are FIFA players, if you've never heard of uh, SoFIFA, do you guys, Rodrigo, do you go into SoFIFA.com? Great website. Uh, again, if you're a FIFA guy, because it, it tracks, it's basically like a big database of every player in FIFA. And so it gives you like all the rankings. Yeah, it's, it, it's nerdy, man. Like, I'm not a numbers guy, but it's good if you want to know, you know, who, who you can pick, uh, you know, for, for whatever team you're playing on. But anyways, so... This is the lineup that we're going with. So I'm going to give the lineup that FIFA basically says is the best. And um, I got Rodrigo and Christian to pick, or I guess some of the players may be the same, right? Uh, but maybe they have different uh, variations. So we can kind of go uh, each, each um, what's it called? 
each position at a time. Is that cool? Is that, that good? Let's do it. All right. Yep. So, so FIFA best 11 for the Houston Dynamo. Uh, currently, we would have Steve Clark on goal. What do you guys think about that? I mean, there's yeah, sounds yeah. right, right? I think it's not too many options. Brought him in. <laughs> not, not too many options, obviously. The pick from nothing against the Katie kid. I'm not talking about Christian, but uh, yeah, <laughs> but obviously, I think you're I bringing haven't gotten in a call yet, so right, I mean, I guess he can go and go. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Rodrigo's DMs are open, using Dynamo, so he'll work for Tam money. You don't have to give him DP money. <laughs> Anything, anything yeah, higher yeah, okay. than? I'll, I'll count as a DP, though. <laughs> right, that's true. Wait, what did you say? I said I'll count as a DP, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, that's true. But, but um, yeah. So again, Nelson, that you know, I mean, sorry, yeah, Nelson does not stand a chance currently because Clark, at the end of the day, you know, comes from a. Uh, playing on the final and obviously yeah. he didn't win but i mean you take that over anything else on the roster so right going to the uh right back position um fifa has it as sarik valentine being the starter christian would who would be your starter there yeah same same thing i think well because just because he has no competition i mean no disrespect to hoffman but you know he's still a young a young cat so i think he still has to earn his uh his minutes he might even end up playing that, you know, Dynamo Dos. So who knows? Rodrigo, what about you? And again, this is just you. You're the coach, you know. Who would you put in? So, yeah, I mean, I kind of won with him as well. Um, but this is where I, I kind of, like I mentioned earlier, drifted off. Uh, I don't know. We'll try Dorsey out there, see how he does. I could see that, yeah. He did play just, that a few times. To, yeah, yeah, or just to give him competition as well, you know. True, true. Yeah, he, you're right. He played, uh, we saw... Uh, Griffin Dorsey played it a lot when they were playing with a five in the back. So uh, I could see him playing in the four as well. All right. So we'll have our, I guess, this right-sided center back. Uh, they have, FIFA has uh, Tim Parker being the starter. Uh, Christian? Yep. Yep. Because I, yeah, <laughs> this guy. <laughs> so I'm trying to think what's my right. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> Lefty. Yeah. That's funny. Rodrigo was just trying to figure out which one was left and right. But yeah, I got I got Tim Parker. Same thing. Uh there's no there's no really I mean, other than Stedis, mm -hmm. there's no really competition for the center back position other than us. Stedis and uh what's the name of Barlow. Yeah. Um, I think those are I think those are the only two guys that could compete for that. Right. And Barlow, you know, he's still too young. Or not young, but you know, he hasn't had any minutes yet in the first team. Yeah. He hasn't made his debut because he was uh Injured, injured yeah and then instead is you know i i don't know much about him but you know i would just go tim parker because i know who he is but, rodrigo what about you same thing yeah yeah um, i think that's kind of like the obvious choice there too all right so no, I, I was trying to determine the what side you said right i'm like hadibi you know which one and then i was thinking they're you know because hadibi's left-footed right right so i was thinking okay well he needs to play on the left so that's why i was like well, that leads you know. me to Teenage David, which I'm sure that was your starting uh, left center back or left-sided <laughs> center back. I'm sorry. But, you know, uh, again, I'm sure that you guys both have the same guy. But what I'm going to just mention is the fact that, you know, in the press conference, it was kind of brought up that, you know, asking Tim Parker is like pretty much like, hey, you guys, you and Teenage get paid like the most, you know, in the league, not just – on the team, but in the league, That's you know, crazy. does that give you like, shouldn't you basically, they, they were kind of thrown under the bus by saying, shouldn't you guys be better? But <laughs> I mean, I think we do expect a lot from them, right? I think yes. they're, they're very talented. I think they, they have different ways to play the game, but for us to be um, this, this season coming up for us to challenge the playoff spot, uh, we're going to have to have that competition be fierce like you mentioned, whether it be with Daniel Stedes or Ethan Barlow or whoever, maybe they end up picking up as well. Um, but then we move to left back, left back. I, uh, I was going to say I have, but no, it was FIFA. FIFA has uh, Adam Lumpkins being the uh, starting center uh, left back. Does that uh, commute with you guys as well, Christian? Yeah, yeah. Lundy is my boy. I can't pronounce his name, but he's my boy. 
<laughs> what about what about you, Rodrigo? No, I was gonna say same thing. Um, I would have to go with Adam, and it like I know we're talking like the best scenario. I for I feel for like the defensive part is pretty spot on on everybody, but at the same time, I feel it's because we don't have enough depth. So that might be an issue later on, you know, well, injuries and things and, like that. And I know I what Christian like... Christian's trying to jump in so bad because I was gonna say. I'm like really interested in Sam Junkwa in that position as well, guys. Uh, but Christian, where do you want to add? Sam Junkwa is a center back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's see, not, he's not that bad. No, I think I, mean, I think that's what helps him. He, he's 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 eye he's eyed on every position he plays. So you can definitely yeah. kind of move him elsewhere. But if but then did. but when where would you put Hadavy? Like would you put Hadavy oh, instead yeah, yeah. of Parker? No. Well, if, no, no, if you're no. playing I mean, in would, the four, if you're playing, in the I would four. no. I would I would leave teenage, but because I was just thinking, like we don't have any other center back. That's true. Left-footed. That's true. You know, what if something yeah. happens to teenage? You know, God forbid. But you know, he could. You know, he could replace him because just because he's a lefty, and you want you rather have a lefty on that left side just because right. it makes it easier to to play, I guess. All right. But, uh, so moving into the midfield again, it was really setting with two central midfielders, two. Defensive midfielders, they're basically playing central. Uh, uh, the Dynamo or FIFA calls out the best central midfielder to be Matias Vera. Are you guys cool with Matias Vera, Christian? Is, my, is he making your lineup? That's my uh, other boy. I have two boys. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, Matias Vera for sure. I think he's an undisputed uh, starter. You know, you know, like the Adidas one, it was like uh, Matias Vera plus 10 type thing. Uh, that's how as I would be. That's how you just told everybody we're old. But anyways, Rodrigo. <laughs> right? <laughs> Especially because that's what my gamer tag on, like, Xbox is based off of. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, that's how old I am. Damn, I've had that for a long time. Um, <laughs> well, that was, yeah, like, 2002. Was... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, was... but, um, yeah Vera <laughs> for sure. Just also um, the, that... Um, updated contract kind of has to he has to be there i i can't you just can't keep on the bench and mm-hmm. i feel like he he's part of the i guess leadership team you know that needs to be on the field and for i think sure. like we mentioned that in the past i think it's hard to know where beta is best i think is he an eight is he a six i mean the guy has even gone up all the way up to score going so, so here's my question because because i think like for example i grew up think to, I grew, obviously this is dumb probably no i know where you're going with I, this. I don't know, I don't a, know. Five? I, a five yeah, exactly a five yeah, i know my argentinian people as, a six is a, is a center back yeah you know for us a, a, the two is the right back and the six is the left the left center back and then yeah. you have the three the three on the left like left back and the four on the right back yeah because you have like uh number five being like uh fernando yeah. gago Redondo, Macherano, of course, man. I know the killer, you know, yeah. But, um, another, okay, yeah. My question, sorry, sorry, sorry. (laughs) But, okay, so the for you guys, or for the I guess the world in general, for the MLS people or the Americans or whatever, the eight and the six, which one stays back and which one goes forward, or they both do the same function? Technically, the six, the six is the one that sits back. Okay. Uh, the eighth is kind of little box to box, basically. Gotcha. Um, That's what I in Mexico, about. we do refer as a five too, basically. Yeah. We're really not necessarily a America, six. America. Yeah. Here. Always right. changing everything. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so going back to I guess an, another number six or number cinco. Yeah. Uh, being Coco Carrasquilla. Uh, it's the next one that FIFA kind of has uh ranked the highest to be in that position. Does that work with you, Rodrigo? Yeah. Yep. That's honestly that's who I have, and I think that's that's the better player right now. Or ha- had a good moment to end the season, and then he's been playing really well with Panama. What about you, Christian? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, he's the he's the the attacking mid, and then Mati is obviously the defensive one. You know, whenever uh, Nagamura mentions about getting a midfielder, I think that's who he's planning to replace. I think. Coco? That from the interviews I've heard of Coco, you know, in Panama and stuff, he just doesn't seem bought in. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, it seems that he's here. Obviously, he's going to do his part. He's a professional. But when mm-hmm. I say I don't think he's bought in, I think he really wants to go back to Europe. You know, I mean, the guy is 23. Um, you know, he feels that he can play. So 
I think that may be the option that, you know, you never know. Maybe maybe uh, Marcelo Palomino has the opportunity to play that. I mean, he, we saw him play in that position. That's true. Um, Even but anyways, more. I mean, I think he's a great player. I love seeing Coco play. You know, yeah. got to see him live a bunch of times as well on TV. And uh, he definitely became one of my favorite players right off the bat. But again, you, you know, seeing some interviews, he just doesn't seem like super bought into the team and the project. Um, from interviews that happened recently, Is he, but he was, yeah, he was, yeah, yeah. A, he, sorry, he was like a little, like a loan, right? Yeah, he's on loan. He's on yeah. loan till I think June. Oh, okay. um, so he might, he might flip after that. Yeah, exactly. I think that's what's gonna end up happening. And I don't think, I mean, if he's not bought in, I don't know if the Dynamo will end up, you know, paying his uh, release clause, which I think is actually a pretty hefty, yeah, hefty, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I think they mentioned it was like almost eight, ten million. Oh, so, no, yeah, no. and we like just Madrid looking at him at one point. Yeah, yeah Madrid yeah. wanted him. Obviously, that all kind of cool. faded. But at the end of the day, he may not have a choice. He may have to stay. You just don't know. Exactly. But uh, you know, again, he's one of those guys. And then attacking midfielder. I mean, you guys are gonna guess who the FIFA thought was the best, but it'd be uh, Darwin Quintero. My boy. I mean, <laughs> that, uh, did we just become best friends? Um, right. But Darwin Quintero being that central, you know, pivot from the midfield to the strikers or the forwards. Uh, what do you think, Christian? Is that yeah, who sure. you would yeah, fit? Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, like I always said, you know, it's not that I don't like or it's not that I don't think he's talented. It's just that I didn't like his turn attitude. But the guy, like he can still ball. So. Put him in as a number 10, you know, don't let him. I mean, the thing is that, you know, what bothered me was that he wasn't defensive enough, but it was probably because of the style that I guess Tab Ramos wanted. Mm-hmm. I don't know how Nagamura is. Nagamura? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I was thinking Nag- Nagasaki for some reason. <laughs> but uh, oh, Nag- yeah, I'm pretty sure Nagamura is going to want also a defensive group. I don't know, because he was talking about being like Cholo Simeone type thing. Right. And they're always fighting and running and, you know, everything. But, uh, but maybe he, you know, having those two guys behind him, could he could have a little bit more freedom, freedom of just like attacking instead of doing a lot of defending. But I think that's a perfect spot, like a number ten. I think that that would be the perfect spot for Quinteros to create and also create for himself. Yeah, Rodrigo. Yeah, definitely Quintero, and I think he does bring that um, high pressure sometimes. You know, um, I guess in the defensive role, um, and he tracks back. I guess what. He, he's comfortable with i would say uh, yeah. but at the same time i feel like yeah and I, I feel like at the same time it's a position that when you have a player that doesn't track back as much you want him to stay up more especially a player like him um because it makes their you know it kind of takes some defenders out or players out just to try to mark him more I don't know. I'll add on Quintero. Uh, I think his best year with the Dynamo was playing out in the left wing, but he has, you know, he's a he's an attacking midfielder. And what I would add is start him for the love of God. Just give him the opportunity <laughs> to just start. Do not. He's not a super sub. We've learned that the hard way. You know, this guy is uh, somebody that wants the ball, right? He wants about his feet. You put it in for the last five minutes, you're not going to get anything out of it. Yeah, I know. And so... That, that's my two cents on Quintero. I would definitely start him. And, you know, I think he is right now the, the best player to start. Um, and then after this, there's three positions left, being a left mid, a right mid, and a striker. Uh, we'll start with the striker because I think we are all going to be the same, right? Because FIFA would have um, the newbie, Seba Sebastian Ferreira, starting. So, uh, well, Christian. You don't have four? Oh no! It actually does not have Thor yet. No, no, I no, yeah, of course, of course. I mean, you have to. Like, it would be stupid if you don't. I, I would quit. <laughs> right? I would quit. I would quit doing the podcast if he doesn't start first game. Yeah, you. I mean, and that's my. Yeah, exactly. Like, and and the sad part is, in FIFA, he's only like a seventy-two overall, which is ridiculous. You know, he's probably comes in and he's literally our best player. Quintero's behind him at 71 overall. So when uh, Marcelo Palomino felt bad that his card was only 62, bro, you ain't that far. I mean, look at, you know, some of those guys out here are only like five points above you. So, you know, it's it's even, even field for sure. But, um, you know, mentioning Thor, it seems there's a rule. I don't know if you guys saw that uh, 
Sarah Ballantine, uh, you know, uh, replied to uh, Dynamo Theory, and he mentioned how in the MLS you can't have any nicknames uh, on your the back of your jersey, which is kind of disappointing because I really wanted to buy a Thor jersey. I mean, that right there is marketing at its yeah. finest. The Jazz MLS. <laughs> but um, okay, so then the 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 two I guess you know positions left. I think one of them uh, in this case I, I put him on the as a left. Uh, left attacking side, but it, I think they can be, you know, intermingled, whatever, like interchange. Um, that being Fafa, Fafa being, you know, one of the wingers again, whether it be left or right. Uh, Fafa being your winger, would you take that, Christian? Yeah, I would put him on the left wing so he can cut in sometimes. And yeah, shots. of course, the dude is a the gazelle man, yeah, it's gazelle. like slow feet don't eat, and he proved the fact that he has that explosive and Bro, he can score. Quick. He is quick. I thought, you know, I think, I don't know who would have won within him and Elise, but I think maybe the Gazelle has him beat. Um, Rodrigo, is he still like one of your starter wingers as well? Of course. I mean, I, I feel like that's his position. Uh, I think he owns Yeah, he earned it. He owns it. Um, but yeah, as far as nickname goes, I'm pretty sure you can have it on the back of a jersey now. Uh, per Sarah Valentin. I mean, Doesn't Fafa have Fafa? No. It's true. He does. He does. Oh, does he? Chicharito has Chicharito. That's true. Mm. Chicharito has Chicharito. Are you Sarek? sure? Yeah. 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 Sarek, <laughs> we're not saying you're yeah. lying. Oh, no, no, no. I, but I, he, said, he said, if you had. Oh, uh, your previous club. He yeah, said if your you previous had, club. Yeah. That's if, true. If in the previous club you had the nickname, you are able to keep it. But if yeah. not, then oh. that may, yeah, yeah. Okay, so he uh, did say you, that. I almost called Sarek a liar. We forgot like the little <laughs> ending to it because he, yeah, he was yeah, saying how he, print, he was yeah, saying how like, he can't change, like he can just randomly put Sarek on the back of his jersey, which makes yeah. sense. But you messed up then, Sarek. You should have put Sarek <laughs> from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's so true. But again, the, I get the last position. Um, FIFA has, uh, What's his name? Baird as the right back or right winger, just because of his overall being better than most. That's interesting. But um, this is, I think, the one that it gets, like you said, interesting. So, Rodrigo, who would you put as your right wing? So, like I was saying earlier, I I would like Memo, but also Pasher. I think, you know, him being left footed, playing in that right wing kind of helps him out, especially, you know, attacking. Um, not much as crossing because sometimes, man, I've seen this guy cross. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Pastor, but you know, y- yeah. you'll be the the Canadian um, Jurgen Dam yeah. from Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, he's not going to be in our podcast anytime soon. <laughs> uh, he'll get the joke. Disrespect, right? No, uh, I got you, man. No, I think nah, I- it's it's a it's a motivation. Work harder. That's it. <laughs> But hey, yeah, either pressure or memo. I think that, and then spot. whenever uh, we, I went to, was it a game that we were watching? I don't know. I just remember saying we were, you know, chatting in the uh, DT group. And I was like, man, he doesn't have a right foot. And then, bam, he scores a right foot goal. And I was like, yeah, I I'm going to shut up and <laughs> just true. go to sleep now for real. But yeah. no, I think Pasher is a good one to play out there. And our, our memo, like I said, Memo was very good playing on the wing, you know, at a certain point whenever you had a fast, already a fast winger being Albertelli and then having a very good striker, Manu Manotas. But yeah. all right, main final one. Christian, who are you putting in there? Well, I had Dorsey, but I think it was just out of an inertia. Like he, I think I got, I got so used to him be, like being there and he did, he did a good job, honestly, like, the, the guy, like, you know, he busted his butt. And honestly, I kind of not, I didn't forget about Pasher. I knew about Pasher. It's just that, you know, with him being injured and not really playing a lot of games, like the games that he played, he re- he played well, but, you know, he wasn't there. So, you know, it's one of those things that, yeah, I can put you down, but are you, are you going to be able to stay healthy? You know, those, those are the, like the questions that, that unfortunately a lot of great players, you know, they, they have that bad luck that, you know, injuries just kind of, you know, get them, get them out of the game and, and they're good. They have the quality, they have the talent, you know, they have the the dedication or whatever it may be, but, you know, injuries just kind of like sideline them and, and it just sucks, you know, like Corey Baird or, or Pasha, you know, it sucks to have them out because, 
you know, you we were able to see the glimpses of talent that they had. I mean, Patrick came from a USL to the Dynamo and then being called up to the Canadian national team. And the Canadian national team, you know, maybe years past was trash, but I yeah. mean, the Canadian national team nowadays is pretty loaded. Right? Yeah, it's, be- it's becoming a top team in CONCACAF, you know, so. It, it's one of those things, it's a great honor, you know, to be called up, period. And then he went, he sat on the bench, you know, he didn't play much. But, you know, he came in a year, he put in the work, and he went from the USL to the Canadian team. So Yeah, and I think, Pasher, you know, we've had those conversations, even with finish their last episode when I mentioned, like, hey, you forgot Patrick. Like, no, I didn't forget Patrick. But I think we do <laughs> kind of forget how good he was when he did play, you know. Yes, is of course, it's unlucky that he was hurt a lot of the time, and in the very beginning, he was criticized, like, oh, well, we only plays good 45 minutes, and then he disappeared. It's like, dude, he came from a lower division, you know. It was, was going to take him some time, but I think the flashes are there. I think he can definitely be maybe, you know, not a starter at this point if health is an issue, but, you know, give him a good 20, 30 minutes and, and let him, you know, tear tear up some ankles, you know, whenever going up, up, up field. But – I think that was a good exercise. Again, this is just kind of where we're at right now. We don't have a ton of player movement, and I don't expect, or I'll tell you guys as fans, don't expect a huge, you know, clean slate because it was never going to happen. I think it, the way that it's being done is the correct way. Just kind of, we trimmed a lot of the fat, right? I think there's some players that are not here anymore that needed to be gone and maybe even a couple seasons back. So it's good to see all that happening. Um but we should see. I'm sure we could probably do this exercise again closer to the uh, closer to the beginning of the season, just kind of to pick point. We don't even have to go through FIFA. We just can pick point who would you start. You know, maybe once we get some of those preseason matches, and we'll transition into that. So yeah, we have the uh, the uh, schedule came out for the preseason games. There's a lot of games to be honest. There's eight games total that the Dynamo are gonna play. Um, the very first one that I think we're I'm very excited and I will let you guys know that I'll probably be there. I don't know if it'll be open to the public or not, but the Houston Dynamo will be playing Houston Dynamo dos. You know, that that right there is interesting altogether just because you're going to see the reserve team going against the, and I'm sure there'll be, you know, Ethan Barlow's, Marcelo Palomino's maybe part of that Houston Dynamo dos. But Christian just your initial thought on just that game in particular, man. Uh, I'm a, I'm excited when I'm excited for not only for the Dynamo but this Houston Dynamo too. I'm I'm excited to follow them as well because I think, um, you know, if you like the Dynamo or like if you're a fan of the Dynamo, you have to keep up with the reserves. You like you have to because you have to know what's coming up next. You know, out of out of this group of guys of Dynamo dos, like you have to come out with at least three to four guys that are going to, they are they have to, and hopefully will be able to contribute to this team in the next two to three years. So like going into this match, you know, you're able to look at guys, write some name downs and be like, okay, let's project, you know, the future for maybe this kid, you know, let's, let's look at this kid. Let's see how, well, obviously we can't do anything about it, but, you know, and hope that the club is going to do everything right by them to get them into that first team and, you know, start building that pipeline, you know, like you were mentioning today in the chat, you know, uh, Atlanta United just signed their like what, 17, 13. That's crazy. 13, 13 you know, homegrowns. And, and we have 12. And they've been alive two, three years, yeah. you know, like as a club. And it's just insane. You know, we need to get that going. We need to start pumping that out. And then not only to for the, like for the team, but as an organization, like, you know, you'll be able to sell those players. You can move them on. And and it's just it's just good, you know. It gives a good name to to the uh, to the organization, good reputation, and you get a bunch of kids. And then one day, my kid will play. And I, I'll touch up on that what you said because honestly, it's dead on. I think there was such a big disconnect right in the youth. I mean, yeah. you know, as here in Houston, there was like a U twenty three at a certain point, but it wasn't really doing much for us as like fans, right? Especially because we didn't see much movement. But then uh, going back to like the you know very uh the you know broken system that we had with rgb it wasn't like we knew that an rgb player was coming to play for houston because that never happened right we got maybe one or two that you know actually started at rgb and landed in houston and even then they it was very minimal what they showed but 
Rodrigo, anything else you want to add on that specific game? Um, yeah, and just, I guess, you know, people that are looking forward to that, I think it's really just going to be two teams for the Dynamo, you know, two different starting 11s of the actual team. I think if, uh, you know, like Palomino and Thor and them. It's going to be I'm the sure young guys play. against the old guys. That's what you're trying to no, say. Well, not, no, 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 no. I'm trying to say that it's going to be like the, the main team that um, Nagamura is going to have in mind play the first 45 minutes. And then the second team, um, you know, with Palomino, Thor, all the new guys coming in, gotcha. will be paying that next 45. I mean, I'm just talking from experience. Um, you know, back in the day, uh, Dominic Kinnear, um, that's kind of his style of play when we when we faced him um got to face actually both times i got to face the two you know the main um what's it called the starting Line 11 up. basically yeah, the starting 11 so damn it brad <laughs> <laughs> still brings bad memories nah he scored a pk on me in what the first two minutes of the game yeah not hey. fun but anyways yeah that, that's, that's probably what's gonna bad, happen though. in my game yeah. yeah that's not bad two minutes you survived <laughs> <minutes>. bro <laughs> brad davis yeah. yeah i mean come on brad okay. davis Honestly, if I was in goal, I would just be like, put it in, bro. It's cool. I wouldn't say nah, I guess. Dude, I tried. I tried. And I was so close. But he hit it, like, right on, like, the, what do you call it, the post. Like, he, he I mean, yeah, 50-50. Could have gone Unstoppable. The other way, but, yeah, it was just out of my reach. And I was close, though, but not close enough. <laughs> <laughs> so sad. Yeah, so sad. Yeah, we lost so- that game 5-0. <laughs> <laughs> Only 5-0, bro. That's hey, look at the positive, goals. right? I, I mean, three. I think if Christian has taught us anything, it's always look at the glass half full. <laughs> yes, so please. it's only five goals. You're good. But then uh, shortly after that uh, meeting at Houston Sports Park, uh, the Dynamo will be traveling to Tucson, Arizona, and they'll be facing Real Salt Lake, uh, Colorado Rapids, and El Paso, and Phoenix Rising. So they have a ton of games uh, when a, in a looks like five days, man. In five days, they're playing four games. So any of those games kind of seem exciting to you guys? Not, not really. I mean, they're just like preparation. So, I mean, it'll be cool to like win or whatever. But, you know, I think it's it's just it's going to be a good way for us to be able to gauge where we're at, you know, kind of. Obviously, they don't go 100% maybe, but it'll be cool to see, you know, who who's getting a start, you know, how they're communicating, you know, who's scoring and da-da-da and da-da-da. For sure. Uh, and then after that, uh, February 12th, Roger, you want to add something? <laughs> no, uh, I'm just laughing because it's like they're not going to go 100%. I just remember, and Rudy knows this. Um, uh, yeah. Also, when I used to play, we I was playing in um, a college team against the Dynamo scrimmage. And I never really remembers who was the guy. Um, Bobby Boswell, man. Yeah, Bobby Boswell. <laughs> Some guy came in a little bit too late on the challenge. He's like, it's like, um, you think we want to play you guys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we uh, we oh, were yeah. kind of actually talking about this uh, before we <laughs> recorded the last uh, uh, so orange talk, me and Christian. And uh, but no, yeah, it's just of course you know those pros want to you know Real Salt Lake, Colorado Rapids. But then they're playing El Paso and Phoenix Rising USL teams. So, you know, the competition should be a good one. And then, again, uh, they come back February 12th. They'll be playing at PNC Stadium. I wonder if that may be open to the public. Who knows? But they'll be playing the boys. Yeah, the boys from Broccoli (laughs) FC. Uh, It looks like it's a 6 o'clock match. And, again, there's no details yet if it'll be open or if there'll be tickets for those yet. Um, And then, randomly... They'll be playing in Austin uh, against uh, Toronto FC, the 16. And then they finish off. Rodrigo, you should go to this game. Uh, they play February 19. They play against FC Dallas over there in Frisco with the Frisco Frisco boys. So, I might be in Houston that weekend, though. So. That's funny. <laughs> but no, nah, uh, if they're here. You're running away from Dallas. Go. I got it. <laughs> My brother, he's going to be over there, and he's like, you should come. I'm like, nah, bro. I ain't driving four hours. <laughs> For a freezing game? Yeah, not by myself, at least. Yeah. Hey, it's 45 minutes from me, and I'm in Dallas. So I know. That's how far Frisco is. Yeah. yeah. So that's, I guess that's like the people that live in the woodlands want to go out. watch a game. That's kind of how oh, they yeah. got to drive. Shout out, shout out to Southern Oklahoma. <laughs> right. And then the the first season or the first training session prior to the home opener is February twenty second, 
And again, the 29th, right? Is it 29th? Damn. Yeah, we're like a month away, dude. I know. I need to make a post saying kind of like how time is running out. Sorry, February 27th is the, is the game against Rosal Lake. So it should be a fun one. Um, anything you guys want to add? I mean, I think we touched on everything we wanted to touch on. Um, but if not, Christian, tell the people where they can connect. Yeah, man. Uh, you can always find us and everybody at Dynamo Theory on uh, Instagram and Twitter. You can email us at dynamotheorypodcast at gmail.com. If you have any questions, anything like that. Also, don't forget, if you like interact with us, we'll try to in- interact back with you either on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can find me at Chris Putalias. You can find Rudy at Rudy Segura 3. You can find Rodrigo at Rodrigo Segura 01. And don't forget dynamotheory.com where you can find everything there. You can find the podcast, all the articles. You can find the conversations we have with Memo and Marcelo and the breakfast links, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. Yeah, yeah. And Rodrigo, with no further ado, close this baby out, man. Dynamo fans, thank you for listening. Um, and also, Senor Gold, thank you. Uh, don't forget, hold it down and keep it forever. <laughs>